0: Good morning again. Good morning. All right, today's scripture reading is from the book of 1 John, the fifth chapter. There, thank you. The 18th verse, I'm sorry, the 18th to the 21st verse. The reading is also in your bulletin. If you're able to stand, please stand. We know that anyone born of God does not continue in sin. The one who was born of God keeps them safe, and the evil one cannot harm them. We know that we are children of God and know that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true by being in the Son, Jesus Christ. He is a true God and eternal life. Dear children, keep yourselves from idols. This is the word of the Lord. We are uh, on the verge of concluding our systematic study of the first of John's letters, his epistles. It's the last time we looked at the 16th and the 17th verses of the fifth chapter as John spoke concerning sin, prayer, life, and death. We saw where he wrote that if you see a brother or sister commit a sin that does not lead to death, you should pray and God will give them life. God will give them life. John is encouraging the believer to recognize our ability to affect change through prayer and to intercede for those that are struggling. Um, Our point was that our growth as Christians, our growth as Christians is directly proportional to the degree we take the focus off ourselves and choose to focus on others. See, it's, it's the juvenile, it's the, it's, the, it's the immature person in life that, that squeals and hollers and says, mine, that's what children do. That's not too far different from what we often do in Christ when we're babies. Mine, give me what's in it for me. So, but as we mature naturally, our focus, hopefully, some people just age, they don't necessarily mature, uh, is it's less on me and more on others. And so as we grow in Christ, we understand uh, in answer to that age-old question, am I my brother's or sister's keeper? Yes, you are. Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are your brother or sister's keeper. So today we start looking at the 18th verse as John moves from a perspective of certainty through prayer. Certainty through spiritual knowledge. So in the 18th verse, he says, We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. Before we plow too far ahead, he begins the 18th, the 19th, and the 20th verses with the phrase, We know. We know. We know. He's speaking to Christians, remember now. He's speaking to Christians. In the first century, that are under persecution, and are being bombarded with Gnostic, with with this with this pseudo knowledge that, well, uh, if you really want to know, these are some things you need to do in order to get the the true knowledge. See, but the word he uses isn't a knowledge that's acquired through through uh, that's something that's grasped like gnosis, that's something that's learned or something that's uncovered or discovered. The, the the word he used it's 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 a recognition of a known fact. So it's it's more like of course we know. Everybody knows this. So he's not saying, oh, we know and you'll you'll learn to know. No, no, no. It's 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 we know the sun is hot. Sure it's hot. <laughs> Duh. It, and and that's literally what John is is saying here. Of course we know. That anyone born of God does not continue to sin. Okay, all right, I know, I know, I can hear you now. Well, okay, well, I didn't get the memo, and you don't know me. Well, I probably don't, and thankfully you don't know me too well in that way. As I say, you know, a lot of us, you know, say, well, we've got skeletons in our closet. Some have skeletons. I have a T-Rex. I won't open, I won't, I won't open your closet. You don't open my closet. We, we won't look at each other's closet. But John, it, 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 it just leaps off the page with John saying, of course we know. Duh, anyone born of God does not continue in sin. So, okay, before we shut down and say goodbye, this applies only to those that are born of God. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, well, that was supposed to be a celebratory point there. Uh, uh, this is uh, applicable to those that are born of God. Sin is not a recurring part of the behavior of those that are born of God. Period, end of story, check please, turn out the lights. That's, that is the sum total. Sin, anyone born of God does not continue to sin. Uh, well, maybe the, the, a different version might help enlighten us. I like how the message version uh, uh, reads, we know that none of God begotten makes a practice of sin, fatal sin. Remember, we talked about that last time. We know, of course we know, it's, it's, it's no surprise that none of God begotten makes a practice of sin fatal sin it's amazing how many people will uh i could be walking down the street i and i god is my witness many times uh i don't know your name but you're a meeks okay was it the toothy grin was it what, what 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 was the clue there was something about the head the body the baldness the whatever that folks know, and I continue to say that we're only one removed from knowing everybody in the whole county, uh, particularly Sacramento, but I know you, you're a Meeks, and then the question is which one of you which which one are you of the clan, if you will? so what is he what am I saying? Well, what is John saying? We are begotten of God don't 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 miss that it is, it is this is not an adoptive word, this is not something where oh, you just kind of, you're along for the ride. It's no, no, you are birthed, you are, you are literally begotten, just like Jesus was the only begotten Son of God. John is saying, of course we know, none of those that are begotten makes a practice of sin. See, we're born of God, not just a child in the sense of adoption, but his in his likeness. I can't, you know, just like my daughters, <laughs> folks, I remember this, this kindly mother uh, years ago said about my daughter, if you ever tried to di- deny paternity on her, they would lock you up for stupidity. That child is yours. There's no, di- there's no denying that child is yours. She was, she was conceived with my assistance, so she is begotten of me. And that's what John is saying here to the believer, we are begotten of God. See, in his likeness, we act and we look like him. Why? Because we practice real hard? Because we grit our teeth, clench our fists, and really wish really hard? No, no. I see, these good looks just come naturally. See, see, I don't have to and Gail has made a point of that. It's like, well, some people take longer to groom others than others. Don't hate, you know. It's just like, you know, just a little shave, a little wash, brush the teeth, and I'm ready to roll. So that's, 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 that's it. Let's go. Let's hit it. So, 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 I know you're saying you'd you spend a little more time next week. I just, <laughs> I, I hear you. We are begotten of God. Well, let me refresh our memory as we, are, we draw this whole discussion to a close. But remember back in the third chapter, no one who is be born of God, begotten if you will, will continue to sin. Why? Because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. I remember, uh, let me give you another little window peek through uh, I grew up on an 11-acre ranch in uh, Alberta. That explains a lot, but that's for another day. Um, went to Rio Linda High School. Uh, we, all of that land, be it animals or, or through vegetation, every inch of that ground was, was for purpose. It, 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 it was meant to produce something, to feed something, either us or livestock. Mom had a garden. I really think it was an acre. It wasn't that big, but it was a lot. And guess whose lot it fell to 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 plow the ground, to prepare the ground, to to, and they you know, we didn't have a rotor tiller. Uh, I'm sorry, we didn't have a rotor tiller. I really am sorry. And I you you soften the ground, you shovel it, you 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 work it, you rake out the rocks, you pull up the weeds, you 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 work in the fertilizer, you you do every you, you make the rows, you create the hills, you do everything necessary to reap a harvest, if you will. So then, this is kind of a slick idea, I never heard of it before, but mom would say, put one kernel of corn and one green bean in the same hole. And then as the corn grows, the green bean kind of wraps around that, but that, that's, that's for Pastor Burt and his, uh, uh, his gardening uh, 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 options. But I would put a certain seed to get a certain result. If I look, if I, if I put, a corn seed in there, and expected tomatoes. Who's fooling who? I can get I can get mad at the at, at 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 the seed. It's like you know what? You sold me the wrong seed, and it says right on there corn. But I wanted tomatoes. But you planted corn. We go through life planting certain seed and expecting a certain harvest. I don't know. (laughs) It was Einstein, not me. To continue to do the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result, that is a true definition of insanity. But we do that. Well, you know, see, this is what I'm going to do. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, in the words of old blue eyes, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it my way. And then when literally all hell breaks loose, it's like, oh, what happened? And I can hear it now. God doesn't love me. He doesn't love me. Because if he did, he wouldn't have fill in the blank. And we all go through those periods. He didn't love you. I understand. That's not you. Maybe I'm just talking to me. That's why he goes on into the 18th, uh, uh, on the 18th verse, in the B, B part of the verse, the one who was born of God keeps them safe and the evil one cannot harm them see he moves from a position of not sinning to be kept safe by christ the one born of god remember what i said about the the sin uh, the attacks that come into our lives three they're, generally there's just three areas it's the evil one satan it's the world the flesh is the king james would say the flesh the, the temptations of the world and it's just good old me. It's just sometimes it's me. I'm the one who chooses to do certain things. I hear you. I say, well, well, what about those things that Paul said? You know, the things I want to do, I don't do, and the things I don't want to do, I end up doing those. See, but you need to read that portion of scripture to conclusion, because Paul celebrates the fact that it is God that allows us to overcome what he was putting out was a proposition. This is my, this is my human condition. The things that I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't want to do, I mean, really, in the, in the, in the, I really don't want to do certain things. You know what? I just go back, and I, and I do it. Why? Because we are not either, we do not have the Holy Spirit. We are not truly his, and that's, that's what I keep saying. It's a, it's a big if. That's, You know, it's a big door with a two letter word that swings as a hinge. If, if you are His, you have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. So, if we are born again, if we are born again, then if we continue to do things that we really don't want to do and and God is saying, you don't have to live that way. You don't have to do those things. It's because, again, as I keep saying, we've got grandma locked up in the basement, you know, or that weird Aunt Clara or somebody, or, you know, it's just like, you know, don't bring her out when company's around, you know, don't, don't, don't bring her around, you know, just, just, just you know, shove a piece, uh, you know, plate of food underneath the door, and just I'll be back in two hours after my friends have left. We do that. We do that. We do it all the don't. Don't look at me like that. Oh, no, I don't ever do that. We do it all the time. It's like okay God okay now now okay you know God you know I love you you know I love you uh but we're about ready to have some fun right now (laughs) so you know you know (laughs) you know you know I love you I'm really down for you Jesus but not right now (laughs) we do it we do so let's let's not let's not plant corn and blame the the manufacturer of the seed saying but I'm reaping tomatoes, and I, and I really desire corn. Jesus said this. I, I, I didn't say this. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be any good if I said it. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. They follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of the hand. I, just, I grew up on the ranch, remember? We raised sheep. Let me tell you about sheep. They're smelly, and they're stupid. Sheep are smelly, and they're stupid. That's that, that sheep. You know, we get this idea, like, oh, there's a little, pretty little wool. No, that wool gets dirty. It smells. It, it, it reeks. You have to, that's why you have to shave them. That's why you need a shepherd. You need to lead them beside the still water. You need a shepherd. It's not a question. He didn't, cause a, you know, uh, uh, my lions follow the, 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 the master of the pack. You know, oh, we're 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 pretty independent. No, we're sheep. We're sheep. We're sheep. Bleep for no. I I was just going to ask you to belt out a sheep groan or something. I said, (laughs) "We are kept," as Jesus goes on to say, "Because my Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one, not even you." Not even you. See, no one. We can't even snatch ourselves out of God's hand. See, that's the beauty. Of this. It's like, you know, this is like, this is like a, an ironclad. You didn't pay for the insurance premium. You don't have to die. Well, you die to yourself, but, but you don't have to physically die, and you still reap the reward. It's, it's just like, this is a pretty good deal when you, when you really cut to the chase. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one, including me, can't snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. We need to etch that on our hearts we need to like paste this on our bathroom mirror because when we get to those low points and we will why because we are veiled in humanity in flesh we will start to feel a little puny see the jesus we were not as christians we were not dropped off on earth to play the 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 spiritual version of the of the game show survivor you know it's like it's like well i'm gonna drop you off and I'll be back, and whoever's left, they win. That's some. really, that's, that I'm not being facetious. That's really how a lot of us look at our Christian walk. Well, God kind of created things. He dropped us off. It's called deism. And they, they dropped us off, and it's survivor, do the best you can. And God will, be, he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. He's going to pick up the pieces, and, you know, and you just kind of like flop across the finish line. It's like, oh, I made it. God has placed us, God has saved us, God has purposed us, and God, yeah, he's coming back for us, but until he does, as John said, we're to, or as, as the Bible says, we're to occupy till he comes, but John, as he writes, as he continues on, we need to know, we know, duh, that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. So don't be surprised in the, the events of the world this past week. In our country, in our communities, on our jobs. Yep, as I keep going back to, even on the freeway, in the checkout line, where the, the person in front of me's got 11, know they have 11, and the sign, plain as day, says 10 items or less. How will I respond to that? What's my response to that? I, get cut, I got cut off coming to the, and I wasn't thinking about praising the Lord either. I mean, it's just it's like, it's, it's a constant struggle get cut off. It's my turn to go through the intersection. How dare you cut me off? It's not fair. See, God has placed us here, again, not to play survivor, but to be light and to be salt. That's what we're here for, to make a difference. See, we need to keep in mind that his ability is limited. My ability is limited, but God's ability is unlimited, and he always has the final say. As John, I'm almost finished. As John said in the 20th verse, the we know also that the Son of God has come and given us understanding so that we may know him who is true, that we are in him who is true by being in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. It was a slogan. I don't know if they even have it anymore. The United Negro College Fund, they would say, you know, a a mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's true. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Um, My mind's a terrible thing to waste. I think about about how much information. We can become so overloaded with information from our jobs. I I won't ask... if we have a smartphone, really the question is how many do you have? How many electronic devices do you have? Uh, how, just iPads, laptops, desktops, phones from work, phones, information just coming at you, just, just coming, 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 coming. And I was just thinking as I was, I was um, preparing this, one of my former supervisors, long time ago, he just made the statement, I don't know if it's, he borrowed it from someone else, but it just seemed profound at the time, seems pretty good now. He said, what, what gets measured gets done. What gets measured gets done. What he was saying is that things that we value, that is placed priority, that we place a priority on because someone will grade us, someone will give us a reward, uh, we do those things, and you don't need much incentive to do it be it a check at work, be it, uh, you know, uh, you try and romance the opposite sex to, you know, you take them out to dinner, you try and do something, you want the reward. What gets measured gets done. We create, there are situations that we create or are created for us, and we give priority to them. So what are you saying? What I'm saying is, I really had to, again, really take a, take a real close examination how much time do I spend just casually watching TV I don't watch much TV but just where the TV is on it's on I'm there how much time watching TV versus how much time do I spend on my knees how much time do and there's nothing wrong with working out. There really isn't. There's, there's everything right with it. But how much time do I spend in the gym versus how much time do I spend in the Word? When you start to look at those, those, those hard things, it's just, everybody's got to work. I get that. It's like, so you got 8 to 10 hours. You, that's, that's a big chunk of time. Then you got to come home, and you've got to spend time with your family, and blah, blah, blah. But there's a chunk of time that we could be cultivating our garden, planting the corn, reaping the corn, instead of saying, I wanted tomatoes, not looking at the instruction, not not fully appreciating what God has for us. I'll close with this. Paul writes uh, to the church at Philippi. Uh, He lists, and this is, uh, I believe it's in the third chapter of, of his book, he lists his resume, if you will, he lists all of the things that we would be, accompli- we would be proud of, he- our accomplishments. Oh, I'm Mark Meeks. How are you? Oh, I'm, t- well, I'm, a, I'm a this. I'm a doctor. I'm a, I'm a civil engineer. I'm a this. You know? And so all of those things, we, you know, Paul listed those things. I'm this. I'm this. I'm this. I'm this. I'm this. I'm the man. And so what does he say after he lists all of his accomplishments? He says this. These things were my assets but I wrote them off as lost for the sake of Christ. These things were my assets, but I wrote them off as loss for the sake of Christ. But even beyond that, I consider everything a loss in comparison with the superior, superior value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. I have lost everything for him, but what I lost I think of as sewer trash so that I might gain Christ and be found in him. In Christ, this is Paul talking, in Christ I have righteousness that is not my own and that does not come from the law, but rather from the faithfulness of Christ. It is the righteousness of God that is based on faith. The righteousness that I have comes from knowing Christ, the power of his resurrection, and the participation in his sufferings. It includes being conformed to his death. So that I may perhaps reach the goal of the resurrection of the dead. You want corn? You do? You really want corn? I know. I know. I know. I I, I know. I know. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like that. 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 That was that, that. That. child story, Henny Penny, or something like that, where you know she tried to get everybody to help with the gardening, and nobody would help. Nobody would help. But then she finally had a feast, and everybody's just like drooling over the over the windowsill, looking in, saying, "I want some." I want to. you weren't here you didn't help me do this 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 I'm not talking about slavish religious behavior that 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 is like well every time the church doors are open I'm there well and what so what's your point I'm talking about a relationship with God a relationship with him so it's the bottom line each of these three verses John says of course we know so do you want to know the bottom line is you have to know him you have to know him not in a oh yeah i know yeah i i heard about meeks yeah I, I know i know no 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 you got to know him as much as you all know me my wife knows me much better than anybody including my children why because we're in relationship uh i i uh, I'm done. Some of the loneliest people, and, and this, uh, I this, this, uh, hate to brush your bubbles, some of the loneliest people I know are married people. Some of the loneliest people I know are married people. They're not in relationships. So, so to say, uh, well, my, my name is on the, the role of City Church, I appreciate that. That's wonderful, I, I guess. I it's, that it, It's not about City Church it's not about any church it's about him it's about him and as we are in him then all of these things get taken care of it's just that something you want to know him so So it's really really a silly question so do you want joy you gotta know him if you want peace you gotta know him peace when all hell is breaking loose at your home peace as i shared last week peace when they've come to shut off the electricity at your house and it's just like i'm cool with it what what are we going to do i don't know but i know he knows i i know he knows because his word's true i don't have to go begging for bread i'm in relationship with him now if you've squandered the resources god has given you and you don't don't claim stuff that you can't claim well god promised and you've been living like a hellraiser for how long? It's like, no, that's not going to happen. Let's pray.